Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's Boucher. The three got it from Montreal. His name is Chris Boucher. We got some bonus content. Here with CB. Yes, sir. Hustle Play with Chris Boucher. I am Mike Roach. We have a very special guest in the building. Somebody we have been waiting to talk to for a long time. I might have to sit this one out. No, man, please. Absolutely no. I need you here for security. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Well, we got much. William Liu, host of The Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. William, what's up, my brother? I'm feeling good, man. Thanks for having me. Obviously, this is something that I think a lot of fans wanted to see happen, which is kind of funny. But um, no, I, I feel very honored to be invited to a player podcast, man. Like, you guys just had Thad on. Now I'm, I'm sitting where Thad was sitting. That's crazy. Yeah, man. How did we get here? Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Before we Let's get it. out of the way, actually. Yeah. All right, man. So it first started with uh, my boy here doing his job, which is... Mm. Okay, hold Talk on. About- so, <laughs> for, okay. are you gonna tell me to start something <laughs> okay. and cut me? For those who don't sentence. know, because some people might be confused, yeah. right? Because not everyone knows. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, mm-hmm. um, there has been a little back and forth at times between Chris and William two. Lou. I only had two. Two times. Yeah. Okay. I guess on um, some things you didn't like that were said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What is your opinion on that? First. Lou? Nah. First off, can I swear on this? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right, what I said was fucked up, man. No, for real, the first comment was fucked up, especially because I think right after that, you gave an interview, and you talked about, like, this is something you've been working on a lot. Mm-hmm. You just got one of those constitutions you can't really hold that much extra bulk. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fucked up that I was putting that out there like that. I didn't know. This is probably why we got to have better relations, you know, between the media and the players, so you get more context. But at it's that time, learning. no, it's fucked up. No, listen, I, I think that that's something I genuinely want to apologize for. And when I was thinking about coming on this thing, and I was like, that's the one thing I, more than anything else, I'm like, I got to say sorry for that. Because, no, nah, you just don't talk about other people's bodies. Like, this is not cool. I think, like, you know, especially for athletes, like, it's part of the performance. But at the same time, there's still got to be boundaries, right? You're still people at the end of the day. So, Chris, man, I apologize, man. Yeah, man. To, to be honest with you, that's where it started for me. It, went, it started there. So, I was like, okay, you didn't have to say that. But obviously, you're having fun with this now. So... I kept waiting to see what else was going to happen. And then after after that, maybe, I mean, this year I noticed a little bit more because I had a shit season at the beginning of the season, which everybody knows, which I was trying to get out of it. But you didn't really help with that. I'm sorry, man. I felt like, <laughs> I'm no, sorry, I'll bro. be honest with you, like, I, felt here, like I, there was, I was a guaranteed tweet on your page. Uh, 100%. Guaranteed. Every single time. Guaranteed. You know what it is, actually? And from my perspective, this is the thing. Like, some of the mistakes were, like, just, like, bigger than maybe other players and so you start to focus on that but 
I think you disagree. No, but because at the same with the same voice, you could say that I haven't played basketball in so years, which is the reason why I'm special. So if you know that coming mm. to the story, you're right. Was it something that was personal? No, it wasn't personal. I promise, man. Listen, my I only this is the real issue. Even though I've been given a lot of media jobs, including at Yahoo, shout out Yahoo, doing right. a good job too. Thank you, thank yeah. you. That's why I keep getting these. But like, um, my approach is the same. I'm just a huge fan of the team. So one player, as Chris mentioned, I'm, I think I'm too episode. passionate. I think that's the issue. I'm too passionate. But no, well, listen. As soon as he Chris started playing he better, about you. Yeah, yeah. That's I what mean, Chris I respect. I respect you. the fact how you do your job, and I feel like you know you're probably doing that every day and getting content and all whatever. My problem is. We have, I've seen a lot of players on the Raptors team. I've been here for four years. We, I've seen a lot of people have bad games. Never seen you tweet that much on one person. That's fair. That's fair. You know, it's, it's funny. And um, Will and I were talking about this. We were on the phone, what is it, a week, week and a half ago. And we were talking, I don't know, maybe like 20 minutes or something. And at the end of the day, we we both ended up agreeing. But it's like one thing you got to understand when it comes to, and it's it's anybody in the media. It really doesn't matter what sport it has to deal with. You got to remember, there's over 7 billion people on this planet. 400 plus of them play in the NBA. Do you understand the talent level that it takes to play at that level? You know what I mean? Nobody goes on the court saying, okay, I'm going to go out here and miss shots today. That's true. I'm going to go out here and let guys blow by me. The talent level is so high. It's really hard to stop, guys. Dudes are running at you, closing you out. It's tough to make shots. 400-plus guys out of 7 billion playing at the highest level, being watched by millions every game. No, you're it's right, like, man. You're right. It, it's unlike any other profession in the world. You're right? right. So we have to take into account these guys are human. Like, nobody goes out there and plays the best they can every single game for their entire career it just doesn't happen that way right that's true so i look at these guys like they're human beings it's probably easier for us because we're around them we understand that the average fan is not around them that much and i find they tend to look at them like robots right get out there perform perform at your highest every single time you should you're getting paid a lot of money no it doesn't work that way that's fair no that's fair listen and only thing for me was just, um, I think for me, just the, my personal approach was just like I wasn't around the players that much. Was I didn't get into the locker room until like the championship season. Didn't really get to build a lot of these bonds, and then the pandemic happens. So I just like didn't get a chance to like really get to know the guys that much. And I think once you know the perspective of everyone around, I think I'm a sympathetic person too, right? So, um, but yeah, no. Listen, man, it was a, it was it was a lot. I apologize, Chris. Yeah. You know, no, but since you've been playing better, I know you're a big listen. You know, I know you listen to the show all yeah, the time. I, I big you up all the time, man. No. Yeah, I, I I see it now. Um, like I said, maybe since you, you called me out, job. but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you do. Like, like I said, you do a good job. Like I don't feel like you're. I don't feel like anything that you say about the game. I don't think it's malicious. Wrong. I don't. Yeah. I don't. When I, when I sometimes you say stuff and I'm like, I probably think the same. But like my thing is, for example. From September all the way to, I was coming from an injury too. That's the one thing. But like, I had a bad slump, and there's a point where like you know like his head is not there. It's like it's like watching Westbrook right now. We all knew that he was struggling. Yeah, that's true. So, 
Um, I think I listened to you last week. You saying you was feeling bad for Westbrook, right? Yeah. He doesn't even play for your team. How can you're you right. not feel you bad for what? me? You're right. You're right. You're right. So, okay, what happened at the start of the season, though? Like, what was I it? I was just, like I said, you get to a place where um, you're trying to find your role. There's a lot of things that change. We're not we're not the Tampa team. Like, you see what we're doing right now. It's yeah. not the same. And Tampa I was playing well, but we also didn't win no games. So, I had to adjust. I came back from a surgery. I had a lot of stuff going on. Plus, okay. watching your tweets. So, Damn. then, Damn. then I'm right. like, but the problem is, you got to understand that as much as, like, you feel like, okay, I'm William Lou, whatever, people actually go watch the Raptors show. You're the Raptors show. People go through that. So, if you, every day, is, I can't wait. I can't, I can't watch one more minute about Chris Boucher. They probably seeing, like, well, William, you've been talking about Raptors for 10 years. He know what he's talking about. I don't want Chris in his team no more. And now I have, now it's not about me watching your tweets no more. It's me being tagged on there. Oh, people saying, watch William Lou saying his next tweets because they waiting the same thing. They waiting for it. So now it was, I became the same thing, which I don't really care what people say. I play the same time every way. But I'm sitting here watching and I'm like, listen, I could literally tell what William is going to say. I could be in a game right now and do something and be William is going to tweet about it. No, no one. You, not anymore. Not anymore, but yeah, you're but right. That's, you're it, took, it took a lot for me to, realize, to, to get to the point that I am now. And those are the stuff that I know you can't talk about because you don't see those steps. Yeah, that's true. You can only talk about when I was bad and when I'm good now, which is cool. But in certain, certain, certain situations, I'm sitting here like, I don't even want you to talk good about me no more because, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't do nothing to me because I know what you were saying before. Yeah, now funny. it's a little different because I You let your game speak for itself, right? Yeah. Nope. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But your no, game is speaking for yourself. Like, I no. think even some of these things, like, I, I don't know how, like, your teammates perceive it or even the coaches perceive it, right? But, like, you know... I think one of the things that, like, for me, it was like the most obvious thing was just like you're leaving your feet on a lot of closeouts, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you're. I'm sure Nick has said something about this before, 100%. or your teammates have. But it's like you've made these adjustments. I think this is why, yeah. like, you've had one of the coolest seasons out of anyone on the team. Yeah, because like 
at the start of the year you were struggling. You're coming to a new position. You're mm-hmm. coming out that surgery. But then, like, you've gotten so good now to the point where I was listening to Fred yeah. today yeah. talk at practice, coach yeah. talk at practice. Like, they're praising you, man. And mm-hmm. I think that's the coolest thing was just, like, I know there's a contract year for you, too. Yeah, yeah. But you stopped, like, it was, like, yeah. at a certain point, cool you would see. take, like, five shots in a yeah. game, yeah. and that's just normal. But, yeah. like, you were having such a big impact off the bench. Yeah. And you were accepting your role in, like, you know, Nick's playing you all the time. Mm-hmm. I think there was a – did Nick bench you at some point? Like, what happened there, too? Uh, I mean – to be honest with you, if you look at the way I was playing, I just shouldn't be on the floor. Like, I wasn't making shots, and I wasn't playing defense. I was leaving my feet, like you were saying. So, you know, you don't want to really play that. But also, those are things that I used to do that was working really well for me. So it's hard to make That's a right, change because yeah. let's not let's not lie to each other and say that I didn't come in the game my first year and just shoot the three, and I was known for that, for the garbage three of the game. Like, I block a lot of threes, so – it's normal for me in my head to feel like, okay, I'm going to do it, which now I learn more because I feel like I could get there. I don't have to jump all the time. But this is still a process. Like I said, I haven't played basketball in a long time, which everybody knows that. So for me, if you're able to say like, well, Chris, I haven't played basketball in a long time and he's doing all those things. When I do wrong thing, it's normal because I haven't played in a long time and that's, that's how fair. I see it. That's fair. How did you get into media in the first place? Because well, I, I, I mean, heard you have a, a very different story, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, for a lot of people there, you know, go to journalism school, intern at a paper or something like that. Like, for me, like, that wasn't really my goal. Like, when I was in school, I kind of just didn't know what to do, right? I think for, like, a lot of people in school, it's the same kind of scenario. You, you end up, like, studying some sort of major, but, like, you're like, I don't really want to do this in my life. And I think the only thing I really, really liked doing was just, like, I really liked following the Raptors, like, reading the blogs, you know, and I was like, can I write? And I think I joined us to a newspaper and built some connections there. And, you know, I I, I got to know Blake Murphy, who, you know, Blake shout Murphy. out your guy, Blake. Blake, man, what's up? Blake Murphy Tuesdays, you know, yeah. everyone knows. But no, but seriously, I, I got to know Blake because he was writing a Raptors Republic. And it just kind of like a, a couple of breaks kept happening. His at articles time. are fantastic. He gets into a lot of detail. Like, I, I feel like, yeah. I don't know, he, I feel like he's in the front office. I don't know if you've ever seen his spreadsheets or anything like that. Oh, yes, I have. No, I haven't. He goes way in depth. Yeah, there's like cap holds on there. I just there's know like he knows everybody scenarios. in the G League. Like if a G League, comes, <laughs> if a G League guy comes in with the Raptors, you go to Blake, he'll tell you all the stats. And he played there for your main names, and he was averaging 13 points, shots 50. percent Okay, cool, we got it. Yeah. So, no, but I mean that was the that was the thing, and I just kept getting little little breaks and whatever. And I think for me it was just like, look, uh, I knew what was already out there was like, at that time was like a lot of newspapers, right? But there wasn't a lot of Raptors podcasting or anything happening at that time. Somehow there was no Raptors post-game show, which I think is ridiculous. Everyone loves a post-game show. Like, you just watch two hours There's of no a game. Sure. No, there wasn't one before I started doing uh, that. Uh, uh, okay. Right? Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to fill this gap in the market. And then essentially that kind of became my whole my whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's a real blessing that, um, you know, you guys and the team have been amazing. Like, literally I got to go to watch every game of the championship run. Yeah. You know, obviously um, – yeah, man. Like, is there anything you hate when it comes to answering questions from the media? Is there is there typical questions you hear over and over? Like, why are you asking me this? I mean, I'm not really. I feel like most. I mean, most question comes to the game, for example. So, like, the answer is different every game. You know, like, you know, why did you get out rebound? Okay, well, you know, we didn't have the energy, whatever. That's, but like, eventually, um. You just get used to it, and it doesn't bother you no more. Um, some I, I feel like some of us already got answers ready, so we already know, like, okay, that's what's going to ask. But, no, I don't think I get bothered anymore. I would probably, if it's something, in, like, obvious, like, remember, like, when Westbrook was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. those type of questions, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like if you tell me who did Utah won or did you lose the game, like those questions are annoying. But besides yeah. that, I think they're trying to do their job, and I respect that too. Because like at the end of the day, it's not a, like I don't know nothing about media like that, but it's not a easy job because I feel like anybody got something to say. So anybody really is doing media some kind of way to their own circle. So, Will, compared to when you first started, how has your relationship uh, kind of evolved covering the team over the years? I mean, I think a lot of it comes with, like, knowledge and experience. Because, like I said, like, I didn't go to, like, the journalism school programs, anything like that. I think I'll probably a lot of professors at that time would probably would have told me, like, yo, you know, maybe, like, chill. <laughs> but, which probably could have been good advice, you know, at that time. But I think you just learn through some of these experiences. Like, I think, for real, like, I think this was, like, a big learning experience for me personally just like as a reporter i'm like you know I, first off you know i support the team heavily i don't yeah, want anybody to do well even yeah. if you're struggling i just want you guys to do better mm-hmm. for the team to do better right so mm-hmm. but i think you know these experiences are really cool like the fact that i've gone to like interview and sit down with pretty much everybody on the team now you know with the coaches and things like that i think once you get to know them in sort of more in real life your perspective on them changes you start mm-hmm. to see it from their eyes and then i think that helps the quality of the reporting like for real like i think for a lot of players like you guys want to get the message out there and you guys obviously are on the podium you guys have social media but like the media plays a huge role in like shaping the story quote unquote around everybody so if we don't really even know the story then what are we really doing right so i think for me i'm just trying to like get more informed in that way as well yeah i mean i feel like the media got a certain impact like for example like some players they say they don't care but Trust me, they do. Like, it has to start somewhere. Like, let's say somebody says you're not good and the media blows it up and now it, the fans are saying they're not good, it started somewhere. And that's what people don't really realize is that the same way media are praising you when you're good, when they're bad, when you're bad, they're doing the same. And that's when you got to kind of know where to put, you know, your comments because if I'm playing good and you want to say something better about when I'm playing good, I take it a lot easier than if i am been struggling. And then on top of my coach saying I'm bad, my teammates saying I'm bad, GM talking to me and saying I'm bad, now I have you. <laughs> and, like, I've getting it from my family already. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, my family closed the TV <laughs> on me. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Like, they closed the TV on me. So imagine if I feel like that. Ibrahim's dying over Yeah, there. I mean, that's because he did that. I told him it changed my life, to be honest with you, because I've watched the film, like, four times, and all I'm seeing is the reporter laughing and all that. And you tweet. Yeah, I did. So that was they were up, laughing. That's fucked up, though. They were laughing, like this is like I'm laughing like that when I watch TikTok. Like, okay, so and this was not a TikTok. So they were laughing. Then I go back to my house and my my manager even my like he's like my best friend telling me he shut down the TV and want to watch this. Like, so I'm going through all this, and then after that, when I'm getting tagged on like a tweet from him. Then after that, I wrapped it, wrapped this Republic and all that. And everybody's taking the same tweet from him. So now it's you now. Like, I can't go anywhere else because that's what I'm seeing. And that's really where, where everything started, where I was like, okay, well, you know what? I might have to say something because he probably think I'm not seeing it, but I am. And when now that I say something, then we could actually talk about it. Or you acknowledge that I see your tweet now, so you might change the way you tweet stuff, which you didn't. But <laughs> it's okay now. <laughs> Well, you know what? At the end of the day, Chris, you're balling out right now. Try my best, man. William, you're doing a fantastic job. Okay, thank you. The Raptor Show, Sportsnet 590. Thank you. you. And overall, this is what's great about a show like Hustle Play. Because we can all sit down like men, hash it out, 
and get over it and move on. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And mm. and that's what. And now I, I gotta about. go go to his show. Yeah, you that's do. That's the one thing you I do messed up on. Show. William Liu, appreciate you, my brother. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming, man. Chris, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Everyone, this is the Hustle Play with Chris Boucher. I am Mike Roach. Remember, like, subscribe, share, yep. everything Hustle Play on Yahoo Sports Canada. We're out. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Here's Boucher. The three. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.